0: concerts sporting events conferences people are always on the move your home may be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.ca slash host
1: okay so as you know friday is usually a podcast drop for us and we were planning on doing one a full one for today you know, the Joel Quenville news came down late on Thursday night, and we're going to see what happens with Kevin Cheveldayoff and his meeting with the league on Friday. So Jeff and I decided to wait until that was done, and then we'll basically do something Friday night for Saturday with all of our thoughts about the week and everything that went down. For those of you who listened to Jeff's radio show, you heard how emotionally he was on Thursday, And I wanted to give him a break tonight because I wanted to make a quick statement and uh, I did want to do it by myself. Um, Look, I'm not feeling great. You know, I accept all criticism and complaints for how you feel or don't feel. I handled this over the past uh, few weeks. I don't really look at social, but I'm, I'm not going to block my replies or send any angry DMs or mute or block anyone, you know, whatever criticism there is, I take it. It's that simple. And I feel terribly about everything, to be honest. You know, I think people wonder, you know, are you afraid of losing your access or potential sources? It's not about that. It isn't. Um, I get into plenty of battles over things much smaller than this. I, I don't think. Never mind. I don't think. I, I know that was never the issue. Where I think I messed up here badly was I made bad decisions on use of my time and what my priorities were, and you know that's a terrible mistake. There's no other way to say it. Um, last year, when the story broke in May, you know we're in the middle of the playoffs, leading up to the draft and free agency. And what I should have done was picked one over the other. And I think we all know which one I should have picked over the other. But I tried to do both, and you can't do both. It's not that I didn't work on the Blackhawks story. I did. I had a, a several conversations and. I did push towards things, but I was always behind because I was also working on my other duties. I was in a situation where other things I was chasing were getting done and getting out. I always felt behind and I got frustrated and felt I wasn't contributing anything. You know, then we get through the Stanley Cup, we get towards the draft, big moves happen. We get to free agency, big moves happen. I took vacation for the first time in two years. I just let it slide. It's that simple. And I'm not making excuses. I'm just being honest and saying what happened. And, you know, a few of you heard me, you know, during this saying it's not going away. I had been told that whatever came out of this investigation, it wasn't going to be hidden. It was going to be out there and there was the potential for it to be very raw. So I was confident there would be time to, Uh, React to that. As I said, and I said several times now, it wasn't the right decision. And if I could go back and do it over again, I would change it. But you can't change history, unfortunately. You know, so when I read the report on Tuesday, it was very raw. Obviously, there were things I was expecting in there, there were some really hard things that I wasn't expecting, and they hit you terribly. And then you know, saw the Kyle Beach interview on TSN on Wednesday night. And there's something about, you know, words on a computer screen or words on our computer screen. And as difficult as those are, it's nothing compared to the emotion and the passion and the pain we saw in Kyle Beach's face. It just takes it to another level. And, of course, we had to air the TSN interview on Rogers. And I don't have any problem with that. I think it was a 100% the right thing to do but it was also embarrassing for us and I'm a senior person at Sportsnet a lot is asked of me a lot of it is expected of me and I have to wear a lot of that um, and I do I feel terribly about it like I said I do and um, there's going to be a lot of talk at our place about how to make sure this doesn't happen again and it's not only about what other people need to do, it's what I have to do. And, you know, there's consequences for this beyond how badly I feel. And, um, I've learned in life, you don't make decisions when you're emotional. And right now I'm still very emotional and, uh, I'll come down from that, uh, over the next little while and, you know, I'll make some decisions then. But, uh, you know, I, I just wanted everyone to know that I know what happened here. I appreciate all your listenership in good times and bad. I appreciate how much you read in good times and bad, and I will be better. Thanks for everything, everyone. And thanks for listening.
0: You know, one of the things the solar eclipse, remember that, reminded us is people will travel to have unique experiences, see things and be part of events. We all saw how people congregated in areas that had the best view, the best safe view. And they all had to stay somewhere and many used Airbnb. I want to share something with you I was once told. One of the wisest things you can do when you host an Airbnb is find events in your area and let people in that community know that your place is available for out-of-towners. Many did this with the Eclipse. You can do this as well. Your home could be an Airbnb. Seriously.